0: We're going to cry, laugh, and love. And we're going to do it together. The Life with Libang Podcast. Hello, welcome to another episode of Life with LeBang. You're here, you made it, and that's a good thing. Well done for choosing one of the freshest, one of the the most real and honest shows that are really out in the world right now. Courtesy of Cliff Central, and you're hanging out with me, LeBang Khosana. And yeah, you know what we do here? We chill, we laugh, we talk. And I know that in the intro, there's a part where I say, and we're going to cry together we did it last week we we actually had an episode or other conversation that got so intense and the tears just like sort of flowed and i realized that you know the things that we say they actually come to happen so be careful what you wish for because you might just get it but i'm happy i'm happy that this is the this is a safe space for us to do that and for us to get to know each other and for us to hang out So yeah, today I had this whole big plan of a conversation that we're going to have And I was so ready to unpack it And then when I woke up this morning, I just kind of got um, inspired to do something else And I, I thought to myself, you know what? That's such a big conversation We can park it for another week So today, I am going to be unpacking really just some of the the life changes And the things that happen after you have a baby, whether it's your first, your second, your third, or fourth, things are always changing, and there's a range of things that happen. And it's not always just to you; it's not always you, mommy. It, it could be, you know, how things affect your family members, how things affect your friends. Those around you are also experiencing some changes. So today, I just want to go through some of the positive changes, you know, that we go through and experience when we bringing life into the world, and I'm also going to talk. Touch on some of the not so great changes that we experience um, when we're bringing life into the world. I mean, we need to find balance. Life is for balance, right? So let's unpack some of the good and maybe some of the not so good changes that really just come with, you know, um, having a baby. At disclaimer, before we begin, every pregnancy is different. Every mommy is different. Every person experiences things differently. This is from my lived journey and my experiences with a little bit of help from some friends, right? So if I, t- if I say something today and it, it does, it makes you feel some type of way, hey, it may not even happen to you. It may not even happen at all, but this is how we learn from sharing our stories with one another, right? Cool. So I think some of the, the very, Obvious things is that when you are pregnant, you're going through a whirlwind of emotions, of feelings, of changes, and then boom, baby's here. Now what? And that in itself is like a whole nother level of the overwhelmingness of the whole journey because some would think that the first nine months is really it. Like that's all the work after the nine months It's like okay phew back to reality No more like reinvention Of your reality more like reintroduction Of your new world With this tiny human that is like dependent On you for everything So baby's here and now There's this world that you used to know Just no longer exists like that Your body is changing Of which I'll unpack in a little bit Uh Your relationship is Has changed drastically Because Really, it's either it's gotten very stronger during the process of pregnancy or, you know, things have kind of fallen apart as a result of the pregnancy. Some couples go through this thing where after they have a baby, they kind of, you know, push away from one another because baby takes priority and mommy only has time for baby and daddy wants attention. But mommy doesn't have time for daddy. Daddy needs to, you know. Give baby attention, but daddy doesn't know how to give baby attention. So there's so many layers of your world and your reality, um, being reshuffled and being, you know, redrawn for you. And that's what we're here to discuss today. So, you know, your life changes drastically. There's, you know, as I said, a whole human is dependent on you, your friends, your family, the time that you used to have for your friendships. It's just simply no longer there. And that's a choice. You can either choose to only give most of your time to your baby or you can choose to continue living life as it was. So another disclaimer is that some people, their lives do continue. Their lives literally carry on as if nothing happened because that's what they choose. And by people, I mean, you know, it can be deadbeat dads. It can be deadbeat moms. It can just be parents and adults that just don't want to be a part of this child's life in the way that this child needs in the way that this child deserves and so some people their lives do carry on and they just keep moving but i'm going to speak today about the people that choose to be a part of the life of this child and the people that invest in building the life of this child because that's what the child needs right so as i said earlier your body switches up on you let's start there I specifically remember saying in the past uh, couple of episodes That from my personal pregnancies I never had any huge body things or body changes Where I was under pressure I didn't have a lot of sickness I actually had like some decent pregnancies from my memory But that's not always the case for all moms Some moms experience it completely differently And we need to be aware of that I do know And this is something that I only recently um, I guess came to terms with Coughing and sneezing after giving birth becomes one of the most difficult things that a mother can do. And I didn't really know how to deal with this because I'm like, every time I cough, every time I sneeze, it's like there's another, an extra part to this activity. In the past, it was just hachoo, you know, and that was it. Now it's hachoo and then a little bit of "chinka." You know, a little better. The the urine just escapes. And I can't control that. And I hated that. So I went on this mission to just figure out how I can fix that. Because I, I couldn't deal with, and that was really my biggest qualm. Why is it that every time I cough or sneeze, I you know, it's just a wet parade, right? But those are obviously some of the things that we deal with as moms, right? And that's where I discovered Kegels. Now, Kegels is this amazing exercise that... You don't need a gym membership to participate in. You don't need weights to participate in. Kegels are literally just, you know, the the tensing of certain muscles in your body and the tightening and the strengthening. I'm glad to say that I now sneeze and cough and then that's it. That's all that happens. Kegels will save your life. Like literally just Google it. Find out what the benefits are. Because literally, like, there's things that we experience with regards to changes post-pregnancy, after giving birth, you think that now that I've given birth and the pregnancy's over, it's a wrap. No, there's still things that happen afterwards. So from my personal pregnancy, that's what I remember as being the most mind-blowing thing that I took with me in life. But um, it's not just about me. There's other things that other moms experience. So I'll start with the face. I know that with but to you know as as africans there's things that get said during pregnancy like oh if her nose gets bigger then she must be carrying a boy or if she's got freckles there's all these um things that get said whether they're true or not, hey, that part we don't know, you know, cause the outcome is always different. So there are gonna be some changes to your face. For example, your hormone levels, that's what's constantly changing, and that has an effect on your facial skin. It can cause dry patches, it can cause acne, it can even cause pigmentation. You know, at that point, I think it's just best for you to talk to a dermatologist, you know, if you're worried, like, about your face. Again, this won't happen to everyone, and it doesn't, but if this does happen to you, then, You know just know that while your body's changing so does you know your hormone levels and other things even after you give birth these are some of the things that you have to kind of deal with so for example i remember i needed to go get some glasses Uh, but obviously to get glasses you need to go for an eye test blah 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 and while i was pregnant they said no they were like, sorry, ma'am, you you just can't do an eye test. And I was like, what? Is it because I'm pregnant? What's going on? I really felt like I was being attacked. But the doctor just explained to me that, honestly, there's, there's so many shifts in your hormones while you're pregnant. Even immediately after you give birth that this is not the time for you to get an eye test come when you're done i was like oh i cool if i mean if you say so and true to form there are some changes that happen to your teeth and your eyes i remember also my gums were bleeding during my pregnancy i mean it wasn't sore or anything i just found it weird i was like okay cool Uh." and then i checked online and it's it's a normal thing why because your hormones even after your pregnancy these are things that can still stay with you isn't that just scary just saying it, I'm just realizing how lucky I got that I'm not suffering with these things, but some people still do. So your shifting hormone levels and your blood volume during pregnancy can really make you, you know, susceptible to cavities, gum disease, even after baby. So when you've got a dentist appointment, go. Just be present. Do not skip it because It's going to be important. And a lot of moms go through this. Some moms notice, you know, slightly blurry vision either at night, in the morning, or like when when your eyes get super, super dry. That's also a result of, you know, having given birth or the later stages of your pregnancy. So those eye issues can persist after birth, you know, if you're lactating. So please. Make an appointment with your doctors just to get that checked out because it's a whole thing, and these are just some of the changes that can happen. What about hair? I've got a friend who lost maybe like yo like a patch yo like a whole patch. <laughs> oh, it was oh man. The things we do for our babies, right? It was a whole patch of her. And she's... Growing up, she always had the most beautiful hair, like, out of all of us. I got uh, my locks at a very young age. So, I was never in that category of, like, long, flowy hair. I've always just been... Yo, you know. I've always been down. Because I know myself. She always had this long... And it was curly. It came up to, like, just below her shoulders. Growing up, that was her. And then she had a baby. Yeah. Hey, Amen. Needless to say, it was... A whole new journey for her So these are some of the things That she experienced So it's normal to lose Up to a third of your hair And this sometimes only starts When your baby's around Three months old So imagine your entire pregnancy Things are cool You're nice Your hair's still out there Flowing Just like You know when When you're just in the wind It blows It's nice And then your baby's born And now you could be Losing your hair These are some of the realities That some moms face So Let's be more kind to moms. Next time you see, you know, a pregnant mommy, just be like, give her give her a pat on the back because she's going through it, you know? Maybe, maybe not. So these are just some of the bodily changes that happen when you've given birth already. I've already spoken a little bit about some of the relationship changes. If you have a strong um, what can I say if you 've really got like a strong relationship with your friends and your family, then they will support you through and through because the support aspect is a major major part of life after pregnancy. Life after pregnancy is like starting from scratch it 's the not sleeping at night it 's really the the odd hours it 's literally living to Feed this child Living to put this child to sleep For the first few months anyway It's a lot of changes and I know that if you've got A strong support structure Then you'll be fine You'll fly right through it Something that doesn't often get spoken about is where Where's the dads In all of this What's the dad's role In this whole situation other than You know driving us around Or You know, listening to our stories or giving us foot massages and, you know, running the bath for us or cooking supper because our feet are swollen. All of that jazz. How is the dad getting affected by all of these changes? And really, I'm proud to share with you today that even dads go through it. When you're pregnant, your partner is also pregnant. I'll say that again. When you are pregnant, your partner is also pregnant So the, what I mean by that is They also experience some of these symptoms If you're feeling nauseous If you're feeling like there's a bit of weight gain All the mood swings All of that also does occur in men If anything, the men also get a bit bloated They also feel it They are no in no way removed from this experience right? And there's a name for this condition It's called Kavade. I hope I'm pronouncing it the right way. I just hope. <laughs> or in, in plain terms, it's called sympathetic pregnancy. Because your partner spends all that time with you, if you're eating all this food and you're having all these cravings, in support of you, they will eat with you. They will sympathize with you. If you need a foot rub because your feet are swollen, they'll give you the foot rub and they'll also then get tired. Most males, when their partners are pregnant, they also become more tired. They also eat more, all of that stuff. And I think that's great. I think it's fantastic because that's a big part of the process. Now, what happens to the men after the baby has arrived? That's what I want to discuss today. What, what is his reality? And I said earlier, some of them pack their bags and they leave. In fact, sadly, most of them pack their bags and they leave. But let's talk about the ones that stay. The ones that are excited about this journey. The ones that want to be a part of this. The ones that actually care, right? They've been broody the entire time. They've just gone through this experience where their partners are pregnant. They're excited to become dads. How can they connect with baby? There's a whole new person in the picture now. It's not just the two of them. It's you, someone else, and the third. And you know what they say? me is a crowd. So some of the ways that dads can connect with newborn babies is number one, by taking baths with the baby. Bath your baby. It's not just for mommy to do. Mommy's already tired from breastfeeding all day or from putting baby down. It's your turn to connect. If, If you as a new dad can put the baby right here on your chest and just rock your baby, that that activity that you do together, it's just for the two of you. It's such a special thing. That's how dad can connect with baby. In terms of helping to feed baby, mommy doesn't always have to do all the feeding, right? If mommy's breastfeeding, get a breast pump. Get some of that golden milk into a bottle and you feed the baby. There are ways that dads can also actively participate in this journey of becoming a new parent. And this is, these are some of the changes. Some of the changes that, you know, generally will happen in dad's life. You know, it's not only mom's life that changes, it's also dad's life. A big one as well, which really shouldn't be ignored, is How do we now make sure that The relationship between mom and dad Still stays strong Whilst having a new baby around Now you need to make time for each other Whereas before it was just the two of you It was easy It was always just you being faced with this one person You did everything together you travelled together You'd go on holidays Whatever you did as a couple You were now doing as a little family So now you need to put time aside for each other Because that fire That relationship fire Is something that needs to be kept Alight that fire can't Die out and then the fire that Goes into you know family values And stuff that one stays alight You have to remember that there's things that A couple still needs to do that, that Spend time together there's intimacy That's involved there's vulnerability that's Involved so these are all Things that ultimately everybody's Getting affected by everybody's Experiencing the changes and this is new for everybody if you choose this newness. So those are just some of the things, you know, some of the the better things, some of the good things, some of the bad things. And then there's, you know, I guess some of the darker things, some of the not so pleasant things. Um, and I'll, I'll start with really the saddest one in my opinion and that's postnatal depression or others call it postpartum depression now this is something i i can only say thank you to god that i've never experienced firsthand my closest idea of it or my my only the only thing i can really link it to is is my mother my mother had three children or well, has three children and When she had a first child She experienced postnatal depression And the way my dad describes it Is that It really was like There was just a dark cloud Hovering over her The entire time Throughout her pregnancy she was okay She was happy She was so excited to be a new mom They were excited They were just a young couple Living life, being in love Finally growing the family And then as soon as she gives birth, literally like as soon as my brother's born, she just kind of caved in. And not because she wanted to, but because she just did. Something inside of her was just like, "Uh, did I make the right choice? Should I have done this? Should I have kept this baby? why don't I feel good about myself? The way my dad describes it is that he he had to pull her out of that every single day, pull her out of this this darkness that she just suddenly had, that she had never had her entire life. And so postnatal depression is one of those things that, I'd be doing myself a disservice by sitting here and talking about it. I I think I would actually prefer if we could have this conversation with somebody who's recovered from it, somebody who's experienced it, uh, possibly even a doctor, you know, who's who's diagnosed it and and has had to help a patient through it. So if you know anybody that's experienced postnatal depression, if you have experienced postnatal depression... Please consider this an an invitation to come through and let 's have this conversation on life with lebang because it's it 's a big issue and it 's one of those things that it 's a lot it 's a lot it 's heavy, and I would like to have that conversation. I would absolutely like to have that conversation, so let me know, call us. <laughs> Contact us, tweet us, anything us. Let's, let's unpack it. Let's, let's really figure out what it is. Let's really dissect it from A to Z. Because it's not a nice thing. It's not. Um, and the, I guess the biggest worst thing about it is that once you experience postnatal depression, you are at risk of being depressed for the rest of your life. For the rest of your life. So I want to speak to moms who have experienced it. I want to speak to dads who have, who have seen their partners experience it. I want to speak to doctors who have seen it firsthand. Let's try solve. Let's try and, and be, let's be a part of it. Let's, 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 let's empathize and let's sit there and let's speak of it for what it truly is because what it isn't is that it's not a nice thing, but it's our reality. So let me know. Let me know if you're if you're willing to share your story with me let 's do that in the next couple of weeks yeah all right i'm going to end off with with some more positives um some of the 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 real joys that can come about with all these great changes in your life and and i 'm going to tell you first hand off the bat, you become so much more patient after you have a child my word like before if you couldn't deal oh oh, 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 you're gonna deal you're gonna learn to deal it's almost like it just kicks in instantly naturally you just become so much more patient because you're dealing with this tiny human who knows absolutely nothing this blank canvas that's just filled with love only Only. That's what children have. As soon as they're born, it's just 100% of love. And as they grow, that percentage obviously goes down because that's just the world that we live in. Our job as parents is to try to keep that percentage as high as possible throughout us raising them. Right? So you learn to be more patient. For me, I learned to budget way better after I had my kids. My goodness. Before I was just winging it. As soon as I had kids, I was like, "Damn. Yo, now I know. Okay, cool. This is how much we can okay, let's put away. Okay. It teaches you how to budget. So if you're struggling with budgeting, have a baby. Have a baby. <laughs> It'll teach you how to budget. I guess the biggest and most important one. Um Is that if you've never felt like you've had a purpose. If you've never felt like you know why you're here. If you've never felt like you know what you're doing. Having a baby is like a cheat code to exactly that. As soon as you have a child, you'll find a purpose. You can look that purpose right in its eyes every single day. That's it. If you're struggling with your purpose, have a baby. Have a baby because there is your purpose. And I guess the nice thing about every single day, you know, we wake up every morning. We get ready for, you know, whatever our work can be. We start our days. We come home and we go to sleep. It can get a bit robotic after some time. It can get a bit static. Wake up, work, sleep. Wake up, work, sleep from Monday to Friday. We're living for the weekends because on the weekends, I guess you can do whatever you want. You can spend time with friends, family, etc. If you want to remove that roboticness, have a baby. Kids are, they have this ability to just make you forget about whatever is bothering you. If you just had a fight with one of your colleagues, the minute you get home, And you look into those eyes, you've forgotten. It's like it just doesn't matter anymore. If you get home and maybe you've had a fight with the car guard, gosh darn car guard, the minute you get home and you look into those eyes, nothing else matters. And that's that on that. These are some of the changes that you can experience or most likely will experience after you've had a child. I didn't go into everything. I went into some things, a few things. So if you want to have a baby, listen to Life with Lebang because we do a series of these conversations and we'll literally unpack a range. At some point, we'll touch on the finances, the realistic finances. At some point, we'll touch on, you know, the emotional sacrifices that come with having a baby. But this is the place to come to. If you want the truth about what happens once you have a baby. And this is Life with Lebang. Courtesy of Cliff Central. CliffCentral.com